Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Coffee. Today is Thursday, July 11th. I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad man, Majama, over in Texas, without a hat today, Carrie Smith. Good morning, Carter. Where's your hat? I'm in mourning. Uh, oh, I don't need the hat today. My hair doesn't... It's, it's, it's okay. It's passable. <laughs> so, it's only to hide unpassable hair? It's in the mornings when I'm like, ah, oh, this hair. <laughs> no, it's not that early for you, actually. I don't... Your concept of morning is confusing to me sometimes. Look, it's 9 a.m. That's the morning. (laughs) Yes, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, plus, like, look, with curly hair, you can't sleep on it and then have it be okay in the morning. You have to get up early enough to wash it and let it dry. Otherwise, hat day. I'm, you're out of uh, my league in terms of my my knowledge (laughs) ended a few sentences ago. So I don't know. Um, by the way, we, we asked people for show ideas and like what they like to see and what they don't. So please keep them coming. Thank you for that. Um, someone suggested that we actually have uh, listeners call in, which I've wanted to do for a while. So if listeners are down, like coming on a show and having a conversation about whatever, that would be fun. So uh, let us know. You can send an email to speak at unsafespace.com and we'll eventually get back to you. <laughs> we'll eventually get back to you. And uh, yeah, totally, totally down. Also, just a, one note, we are still looking for help. If anyone wants to help Carter edit things, it would be actually. Yeah. I've, so I've had a few people reach out to help uh, in like with static Photoshopping stuff, which is fine and nice. Not the big time suck. The big time suck is video editing. Uh, the other thing that actually I was thinking that's not technical that we we could use is someone to just help procure interesting guests, like go out and find interesting, you know, experts in areas that we want to talk to and do the logistics, trying to coordinate that. But I don't know. Um, I have one more thing. Book club. I saw in the book club group on Facebook, people yes. are talking about the books. They're like, people are... Good. I'm on chapter so-and-so, whatever. Uh, just a reminder, we are doing a book discussion in August, the first week of August. So, and it's going to be Brave New World. If you haven't started reading it yet, you should. This is your warning. What are we, like three, four weeks out? So. Yeah, something like that. It's not a very long book, but you should still. I haven't actually started it yet because I don't want to read it and then forget it before the discussion. It. Yeah. So that's my, how dad my-, has my, my dad has my copy, so I've got to get another one. But he's going to join us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, someone posted an article the other day arguing that everyone says we're in 1984, but we're not. We're in Brave New World. That's what we're in. Oh, I've read that article. It's true. Yeah. I'm glad we're reading that first. Because 1984 is like, the way I view it, just really quickly, is is right-wing authoritarianism. And just, again, this is just shorthand, but Brave New World is like left-wing authoritarianism. And that's what we're seeing now yeah yeah so so there's all that carrie something inevitable happened i think it's kind of sad actually and funny though it's one of those sad funny things mississippi this is a headline from cnn mississippi gubernatorial candidate denies female reporter access to campaign trip republican running for governor in Mississippi, 
denied a female reporter's request to accompany him on a campaign unless she brought along a male colleague, insisting Wednesday that he did so because he just wanted to keep things professional. Um, so, in today's climate, Robert I don't. Robert Foster's his name, by the way. Sorry, go ahead. Well, in today's climate, I don't see a problem with this. That, I mean, that's what that's what we've now come to. Right. He cited religious reasons, but I think they're easier to cite, especially in Mississippi, than what I think the actual reason is, which is I don't want to be liable if the woman turns out to be crazy and says I did something and it's a he said, she said situation and everyone's going to believe her and I have no way to exonerate myself. Right. And religious using the religious reason is better than using the gender. You can't really use that. It's discriminatory, right. but yeah, it's, um, but I, this is completely understandable. Most of the press, as we know, the, the legacy media is left wing. Is this guy right wing or left wing? He's Republican. I don't Republican. mean, I don't think that means right, right. wing, but you know, more conservative to CNN. <laughs> Let, let's just assume he's more conservative. I don't know him, yep. but he's conservative. Most of legacy media tends to lean left. How do you know who this person is? How do you know that in 10 years they won't come out and sabotage your attempt to get on the Supreme court? Say we were on a plane together, you know, right. right. I covered his campaign and when no one was looking, he groped me. Right. I mean, that's yeah. where we're living now. That's the world that we created. And that's why I was so, so ups- the, the Kavanaugh thing changed me. I was so upset about that because I saw people, loads of people, not just SJWs, mainstream, what I would consider like normies who just went, were like, believe all women. I'm like, do you understand the repercussions of this? Yeah. And I just to smart people are aware of this and they've been aware of it for a while. And uh, I guess I just called myself smart by mistake, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> I didn't mean Carter, the arrogant. Carter, my you're smart. It's not an arrogant partner and I literally two and a half, three years ago, sat down and had a discussion with our office manager, who was a gay guy, uh, so we could talk more openly about this stuff with him than if probably if he had been a female. Um, But we sat down and had a discussion with our office manager and we said, if a female founder, we were running a venture firm, if a female founder comes in, there needs, she can never have a meeting with just one of us. There needs to be someone else in the room at all times, always. And neither one of us were particularly concerned about awkward situations or religion, both atheists. Neither one of us was concerned about any of that. Our concern was we are targets for males who are, especially men who are perceived as you know, successful or having money or whatever, you're a target for being accused of things in situations where you have no recourse to demonstrate that you're innocent, right? You're presumed guilty. And so if one of these people just decided, screw you, uh, I don't like that you didn't invest in me or I didn't like the advice you gave me or whatever it is, then they would, they could ruin our lives. And so I stopped mentoring. I, I have a few female founders that I still mentor, but they're legacy. I've been mentoring them for years, but I stopped mentoring new, I stopped taking new female founders to mentor. And it's, 
actually most of the people I had mentored in the past were female founders. Uh, I don't know if it just happened that way or whatever, but I, it's not that I don't want female founders to succeed or have access to things. I, I don't, I don't want the cost. It's too much of a risk. I don't want to deal with it. And, you know, and the truth is we did have some crazy people. Some were male, some were female, accuse us of crazy things. Fortunately, the females, uh, the, the males, no one believed because they weren't crazy sexual things that they accused us of because that's not how guys work. Hmm. But the women also didn't accuse us of anything sexual, but they accused us of racism and, and all this other stuff. And fortunately, there was other people in the room and people that knew the facts and it helped mitigate it. But, you know, th there are the idea that we should just assume everyone is not going to try and pull some of this shit. That idea is fine if we live in a society where you really are innocent until proven guilty. But if we're going to live in a society where you're guilty until proven innocent, then I'm sorry, you have to isolate yourself from anyone who could potentially lie about you and ruin your career. So this makes total sense. So just look at the headlines, the way they, like the most recent Trump accuser, for example, that's a story that is never going to be able to be verified at all. So it's a he said, she said, there's right. no witnesses, there's no, whatever. so it, I think it used to be, I it used to be that the press wouldn't post a headline and a whole article about something that didn't have a lot of evidence. But now they'll just say like the headlines, new Trump accuser, da da da, and just run with it. And right. we saw that during Kavanaugh as well, because after, uh, after Christine Blasey Ford, there were a couple of really sketchy women who came forward and said stuff who were, it, one of them, I know was later debunked. It was just made up completely had never met him or something, but they, but they put it in headlines. They ran with it. And that's the world that we're living in now. So it does make sense to me. And what a, what a weird thing that in some way, this SJW part of feminism has pushed us to a place in, in culture where we're aligning with conservative Christian beliefs some conservative Christian beliefs, right. which, is, which is that women should have a man in the room so that there's no temptation or whatever, yeah. or have someone in the room with you if there's a man there. Like I went to a, I went to a, a church service out here. I don't know when this was, a few months ago. It was longer than that. And the sermon was about sexual immorality. This is back when I was visiting different churches. And I went with this friend to his church and it was more like fire and brimstone kind of church. At least that that's the impression I got from the one service. But one of the things the pastor said was it's he, he actually, I got to hear the sermon all about their, this guy's reasoning for this. If it's truly religious, his reasoning is the flesh is weak. And so you don't put yourself in any situation where there would be temptation. Like why put yourself in temptations way? So even though I may not have the hots for my female secretary, why be alone with her ever? But because who knows what might, maybe I would develop that. So just always have someone there. And so he said in his sermon, you know, I don't ever take lunch or go anywhere with a, with a woman alone. Who's not my wife and none of our deacons do. And that was an example he gave. And it made me think of Mike Pence, for example, but yep. um, I think it's funny that we're, we're at a place now where 
SJW style third wave feminism has pushed us to a place where it's that kind of aligning with these conservative Christian val- like values. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. weird? I mean, yeah. I'm the, like a, a relatively libertine atheist is like, I don't want to be in the same room as a, I don't yeah. want to be alone. Like, be alone with a woman. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, um, I don't, you know, this is the, this is the culture. So I, you know, if they want to drop the whole guilty until proven innocent thing and smear campaign against people just because there's accusations, then, then I'll go back to mentoring female founders and this guy will well, i don't know about this guy he might it might actually be religious but people will go back to not being concerned about it but you know i'm i'm someone who's talking about it I, other people are not going to talk about it i guarantee there are people out there doing this curbing their interaction and it's negative and they're not talking about it and it's negatively affecting women who don't deserve to be shunned and ostracized but they're being kind of shunned and ostracized a little bit or made things a little bit harder because not because the person's a misogynist but because the person's deathly afraid of how much you can ruin their life with just a single accusation and now they've got to protect themselves this reminds me of something i haven't looked it up so i'm not going to get it right but i i remember i posted about it sometime last year just outside of a cafe i overheard a really brief fragment of a conversation between two men and he was talking about I, it seemed like one of them was new to the company or something and he said well you got to be careful who you hang out when you hang out with people outside of work because you know me too and stuff yeah so it was really like you can't be careful who you form friendships with outside of work and what you do outside of work and it almost seems like it's well it does it discourages employees forming closer bonds like friendship bonds it creates old boys club because the guys are going to be like, let's all go out for a drink. And they're not going to want the girl to come, the woman to come because no one's going to want to be stuck alone with a woman and have an accusation hurled at them that they, that can't be debunked. Right. We're it's, we're in a place where people are expected to prove a negative now. Yeah. So when you have, when, you know, this is why, this is why logic matters and it's not logic is not uh, a tool of white oppression when you have something that's completely illogical and that's how you decide to structure your culture, well, it distorts things in crazy ways and you end up with, with this. So, so congratulations, so I, leftists. I have one more thing to say about this. I do, of course, this is a caveat I have to make. Yes, for a long time, society, we have not taken women's claims seriously. And there has been a fear, I believe, for people to come forward with rape allegations to come forward with, you know, telling what happened to them. But what we've done, like we've done with a lot of things now is SJW ideology has said, well, let's do the inverse of that. Let's go all the way over here, which is insane. And so it's the same way. It's like, let's cure sexism with sexism or let's cure racism with racism. It's, it's this, let's stretch the rubber band way too far until it snaps instead of pulling it to a place that's, more just and equal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's failure to actually correct the problem in any fundamental sense, right? There's the, there's the fundamental philosophy behind it. And if you really, really don't want to understand the principles, you just do the opposite of the the wrong thing and you do the other opposite wrong thing. Yes. (laughs) 
how about how about you actually understand the principles behind it and stop doing both wrong things? Can we build that society? That's and honestly, true. when I was growing up, I kind of felt like we were in that headed in that direction. Maybe that's nostalgia, but I felt like growing up, a great example was like we were told to be colorblind growing up. Like that was the goal. Was everyone colorblind? No, but that was the goal. And if someone wasn't colorblind, they could be shamed for not being colorblind. And now we're not supposed to be colorblind at all. Colorblind is racism. So their logic, SJW logic on this is, like you just said, not everyone was colorblind. So SJW's logic, it's not logical, but they say because people are not colorblind and they have this bias that they may not even realize that we can't afford to be colorblind. And when you say that you're colorblind, you're lying. And so it's not a goal to work towards. Now we have to see race because others see race. And, and, it, and it is like, it's like, well, this over here is wrong. Judging people by race is wrong. But because it happens, we're going to flip to the in- inverse. <laughs> like well, and they grossly overestimate what happens. Like yes. when, I say, when I say some people were, colorblind, were not colorblind, I mean some people. Yeah, I agree. Not they, everyone. Yeah, but they mean everyone. Or let's just say they mean some people. Because some people are not, then they say we have to go way over here. Now, none of us. Yeah. None of us should even try to work towards that. We have to judge people on the basis of race because it happens. So racism to cure racism. Yeah. I mean, it's the ultimate, you can see the very beginnings of this in this story about this candidate. It's the, the ultimate end game for all of this is, is, utter tribalism. The only way you can have that mentality is to segregate into groups of sameness. All white guys hang out together. All white women hang out together. All black women hang out together. All trans Latinos hang out together. <laughs> like, there's no way to build the, the, um, um, a society with a mix of people. If, if you're going down that path, you will get self-segregation. Well, it's happening. So I look at the colleges as like a Petri dish for what's going on with the SJW ideology and and, because then it filters out to the rest of culture. That's what's been happening. So universities right now, you have segregated graduation ceremonies. You have have people. Yes, this has been happening. This is a trend now. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. And it's the left. It's the SJW segregating and saying, we're going to have a black graduation ceremony or we're going to have a queer, we're going to have an LGBT graduation ceremony. And that's kind of, <laughs> again. I know. How about a black water fountain? Oh, wait, no. no that's <laughs> How about a white? Like, it's just such a... It's what the a, hell? No, by the way, you're going to get in trouble for that joke. But it's a, the, that joke fuck, is fuck pointing people out... people think that's a bad joke. That joke points out exactly what is wrong with this. <laughs> that's why that joke is funny. Because this is... You would never consider having a black water fountain. And it, I mean, because we know what that, and if we look. Right. We know, we know that's it, racism. That's obvious. Yes. We can yes. look back at history and say that that was wrong. Who doesn't agree that that was wrong, right? <laughs> now we're in this weird place. Where we're expected to do mental gymnastics to say that was wrong, but segregated ceremonies are not wrong. And here's why, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's not a good thing. Like, No. no. I wonder if they'll start having segregated degrees. Do you have a black degree from Harvard or a white degree from Harvard? Because it depends. 
it's a weird it's a weird world you have like you have sjw's i mean god bless them with all good intent some of them with good intent and so a lot of them with bad intent but some this of them is where you good. and i diverge often <laughs> it's where you diverge. but some of them with good intent they're it's crazy that they can't see you they are remaking a, it's almost like, you know, racism and sexism were getting better, 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 better. And then we reached a point where it's like, oh, we're getting worse. Everything's getting worse again. Why? Because they're pushing this. They're pushing tribalism. Like you said, they're pushing racism and sexism. And, and God bless the ones who are, who believe that they're, they're doing it for good intent. I'm like, those are the ones I'm like, come wake up, <laughs> come back. Don't push us off the cliff. Well, I think uh, the most generous thing I can say is that most people just aren't thinkers. They don't think about this stuff. They're not, I'm not saying necessarily they're not smart. Obviously half the people are above average intelligence, but they're not thinking about this stuff. They're not applying themselves. They're not really using their brain to think through things on their own. And that makes them easily uh, led by someone who has evil intentions and is pushing an ideology with, you know, nefarious goals in mind. And you become, uh, you become a pawn in that chess game. If you're not going to step outside and think independently. Carter, this is what ha This is what a lot of my uh, online discussions with SJWs is like, what's your source for saying that half of all people are above average intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> my source is white. wait what's your source <laughs> white privilege is my source because math is also a tool of oppression so i just i used my oppression tool bag and uh and made that statement okay uh i think it's time to end this coffee carrie it's a good coffee yeah it's definitely is there a um, so an, we should, for kofefi, kofefiable, kofefi, that would be an adverb. I don't know. Kofefable. It's kofefed up. I'll give you that. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, we should tell people deprogrammed. Is it going to be a different time today? Because of Oh, yes. Although, let's hope this video is even out by the time deprogrammed uh, starts. Right, right. But, yeah, we're going to do deprogrammed an hour early today. So, if you're seeing this video and it's 10 Pacific, already or after 10 pacific you're missing deprogrammed stop and come back to the video later and go watch deprogrammed and we may have to change deprogrammed to 10 o'clock pacific time moving forward permanently but to accommodate we'll my schedule we'll see yes all right say goodbye carrie goodbye guys see you later today <laughs>